Cartoons, a show where we drink adult beverages and watch kids' shows. My name's Eric Pullman. And I'm his spirit guide, Courtney. Is that a question? Yeah, you know, I felt good I was going to go with it. The answer to the question is yes. You're my spirit guide. Ooh. Hey, SG, what did, <laughs> what did we watch this week? We watched the new 2016 version of the Powerpuff Girls. We sure did. We also drank a booze. What did we drink? This week, I've been drinking uh, homemade old fashions. Super good. It's nice. Nice being a bartender at home, huh? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and you? Uh, Wait. Sh- built suspense. The same old stuff, people. Oh. Drinking the same old stuff. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Black Cherry. Light stuff. Yeah. Get and it, I would I would give our, uh, our weekly spoiler alert. I don't think there's going to be many spoilers. There wasn't. Not one of those shows you can really spoil. Yeah, because it was so good. Yeah, and because everyone's seen it probably. So. Oh, definitely. It's like if I said Jack dies at the end of Titanic. If I had spoiled that, you probably should have seen Titanic by now. That's true, but and spoilers. <laughs> yeah, this has been on. Yeah, spoilers. Sorry, Jack dies, and Rose throws the pendant in the water. Jesus. Yeah, I'm on a roll. Ruining everyone's Snape day. Snape kills Dumbledore. Someone is walking out of a like time capsule right now. <laughs> People time capsules, and they're they're really excited to sit down to the the dual VHS tape of Titanic, and you ruined it. Yep. Wasn't it three? Wasn't it three VHS tapes? I thought it was just two. It was just two. It was the long VHS movie. It sure was. Ugh. Anyways, we watched Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, we did. We did. Not Titanic. No. No, God, no, please, not again. What'd you think? Well, I hadn't heard bad things about Powerpuff Girls, the new one. Um, But I hadn't heard good things. Like, it was... Yeah. That's what I mean. I heard bad things, you heard not good things. Yeah. So we're kind of... Well, I was going into it kind of really analyzing, like, how is this compared to the old one? Which I feel is pretty unfair because in its own right, it's a good show. Like, I mean, it's, it's a show. Kids will watch it. It's entertaining. Um, a lot of the jokes are the throwback jokes that I really enjoy, Mm. like back to the nineties. But yeah, sorry, couldn't continue. And it's hard because like my memory has nine year old glasses. My memory is just like through the eyes and the memory of a nine year old and the fondness that I gained from that. So it's like, oh man, this show is so good. There's no way this one's going to live up to the hype. Didn't, but it did. Like it, it exceeded my expectations. Yeah. So what we had heard about it was that there was like this voice actor controversy where they didn't ask the original everyone else's voice actor is the same and to be fair that's like one guy (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but they didn't ask the original voice actors for voice actresses for the girls to come back and so the voices sound a little different and everyone else's voices sound the same and everything else is the same except like things are set to be a little older. Going in, I had no idea that that was the plan. Like I thought it was just like, well, we're picking up where we left off, but they make like the reference that it's been 12 years since the show last aired and it's been 
like that time has passed. I mean, they're not 12 years older, but like they make little references. Um, they're roughly like middle school age, maybe, maybe late elementary school. It's really cool because like there's all the stuff that comes along with being a little bit older and now they really have more defined personalities and even like characters of their own <laughs> in Blossom's case or no not Blossom uh Buttercup's case. She's just a caricature of what they started building in the last series. I hate it. <laughs> I just <laughs> So Back in the day, Bubbles was my favorite character. And I'm shocked how little she matters in this series. Like, she's kind of there. She's the person that... I mean, she still has, like, the childish personality out of the three of them. And, I mean, she just doesn't do a whole lot, I guess. Like She really doesn't. She also... I mean, she was... She's she's still really cool, and she's, like, the... Fun-loving, bubbly. Oh, huh. I got that. She got that. Huh. Bubbly. Crazy. But she, like, I just remember her being fierier in the old series. And this, it was kind of like, oh, so it's the Buttercup and Blossom show. Mm -hmm. And Bubbles here. (laughs) Bubbles here. Yay, Bubbles. Uh, We decided that we don't like the voice actress (laughs) for Buttercup. No, it's just so weird. There's so many, like... It's too deep. It's too deep, and it's too, like... They really, like you said, a caricature. Like, they just made her, like, really, like... Gruff and gross. Like, that's the weird part where they took it. Like, she's not just the tough one now. And they had that one episode back in the day, if I'm remembering correctly. Probably not. Oh, yeah, where she's dirty all the time? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This one, she's just, like, gross. Like, loves, like, eating bugs. I don't know if that's actually canonical. But... Eh, I can see it. Yeah. I mean, now that, like... Yeah, like, looking back at it, like, okay. It's a... The choices that they made with the show, I think, were logical choices. Yeah. Well, and the n- voice actors for Blossom and Bubbles, I think, do a really good job of taking the original voices and aging them. Yeah, which definitely. Which I think the original voice actors could have done anyways. But, again, that's we're not Cartoon Network. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> despite all the Cartoon Network shows we've reviewed. <laughs> anyways. Uh, so, yeah, they... Do a really good job at aging them, and so they, they just sound like the original, just a little bit older. Whereas all of a sudden, Buttercup's like, "Hey, dudes, bros! Oh my god!" Even though they're sisters, like bros, dudes, bubs, bloss. Like, I like the bubs and bloss. I hate it. I know, but, but it's funny it. because like she's really supposed to be like big into like the slang, and it's always like, "Check it, bros." It's like, yeah, uh, you're not that old. No. You're not. Not that old. And they keep their little girl bodies, which the more I'm like thinking about it, the more I'm like, man, they're not, they're not little actual girls. Like they're growing up mentally and they're growing up like apparently voices, but yeah. their bodies are not. And nope. that's really messed up. They still don't have fingers. They, yeah, nothing has changed. Everyone around them continues to have fingers and be normal sized and what you would expect for like, middle school cartoons yeah but they don't and then that because they weren't i mean they were created so they're mm. going to be eternal in those bodies with growing minds is that that age is, is my theory canonical <laughs> like, is that, is, they don't grow they don't age they are just going to be this age forever that's well, my age, observation grow in size but not physically like yeah. that's the thing is that they're they're hmm. Their minds have clearly aged because they're not like 
talking about coloring anymore. Yeah. They're learning things middle school style, but, you know, they're using actual middle school words instead of their, their other stuff. Yeah. Their little kid words. Like doing stuff like having awesome sleepovers where they're not like supervised every second and they're staying up late playing video games. Mm -hmm. Just little stuff because each episode is self-contained. There's no overarching story. So you can watch episode. Other than the slow descent into madness as their minds age and their bodies don't. Yeah. That I was looking at it through as I was yeah, watching that'll, the that'll show. That'll be season two of how they just like <laughs> this, the realization like, are we immortal? Do our bodies not age? Do we? <laughs> yeah. It's everyone around us that we love going to die and we're going to stay the same age forever. So we have an existential crisis. Yeah, that'll be season two. Excellent. Mark my words. Marked. God, I hope not. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. It'd be interesting. No, so I think, like, they clearly were trying to appeal to an older generation of girls, I think, because I'm thinking, like, they were shooting for, again, like, the preteen, maybe even teen girl that would watch the show. Um, yeah. The new intro is all hardcore about, oh, like, oh, we dumb. totally fight things, and it's crazy how much we fight things. We're totally badass. This is definitely a show that both genders can watch. Okay, it is guys? currently, like, super stuck in my head, but I hate it. Like, I hate... The, not hate. I, I say hate a lot in this yeah, show. Yeah, you do. I, think. I don't hate it. I didn't hate Yokai Watch, but it was just not fun for... I don't hate the opening, but again, it's like the... I love Blossom. She runs around. <laughs> she is the joy and the laughter buttercup. I love that. And this one is just like... Powerpuff Girls <laughs> Saving the day before bedtime. It's stuck in my head, but it's just not not as good. They focus like the old the old theme is their personalities, right? Yeah. Blossom is this, Bubbles is that. And this one is just purely focused on we're kicking ass. We're we're if you watch, it'll be entertaining, fellas. You know, like I think they were trying to really amp up the fighting. And amp up the violence in hopes that people would think like, oh, girls are badass. This definitely isn't a show about girls. Yeah. And it is. It's a show about girls. Yep. There's a girl or two or three in the show. But they are badass. So it's not like, I don't know. Like I said, I watched the original as a a male and was never like this. I can't watch this because it's three girls. I I feel like the same applies here. Okay. Another difference is that I noticed that, like, in the old shows, it's, like, really, like, heavily the same couple bad guys Mm -hmm. or, like, random monster. Yeah. And through random monster, the girls learn some other unique lesson. Mm -hmm. And with this show, there's a lot less villain. No, it's more like everyday problems, any everyday things that would come up. And, yeah. I mean, there's still, like, the... It's more... That, like, how do we beat this? It's, or, sorry, it's less how do we beat this bad thing, but this bad thing is interrupting our day. <laughs> how do we beat it so we can go back to that? Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Like, it's, it's a lot more self aware, which is, like, hilarious. In one episode, they do rock, paper, scissors with no fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and Bubbles loses because Blossom and Buttercup pick rock. Air quotes, air quotes, air quotes. And she picked scissors. She's like, why would I pick scissors? And then loses. 
It's pretty good. Well, and they do that a couple times. Like Buttercup is like, how many figures are we holding up to Blossom? And she's like, two. And she's like, oh, well, she can still count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they do like a lot of things that involve their little weird hands. Like they shake hands with someone and it's just this weird like guy wrapping his hand around their little nubs. <laughs> it's interesting. It's, it is. It's kind of like Veggie Tales, right? Where yeah. they like still like they have imaginary <laughs> fingers and things. So it was good. I thought, like I said, a lot of the jokes I thought were genuinely funny. Nothing inappropriate. I no. don't think. Uh, no, not really. Yeah. There's probably. I'm sure there's some that we missed <laughs> that were just like slights or just something the mayor said or did because he's a weirdo. Dude is weird. So, yeah, I mean, did Nona watch any episodes with you? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something she would really enjoy if she sat down and watched it. She didn't dislike it. Yeah, Nona's our oldest, and I think that's, like, the age they're going through, like, the 9 to 13. I feel like any older than that, it might get a little lost until you're 26 again. <laughs> really enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know. I The whole thing watching it just brings me back to watching the original myself, and I'm just like, man, I just remember, like... Having like the stickers and the folders and notebooks and trying to draw them and mm. be like, yep, this is ten bubbles. I fucking love the movie. They had a movie. They had a movie where it's weird because it's almost like a prequel. Like they just got formed and they're it's like sort of the origins of Mojo too. And Mojo raises an ape army, like makes them all super super smart. And then they all kind of like, oh no, like I'm super smart. I know how to save the day. I know how to save the day, and so they all kind of turn on each other, and the girls can't control their powers, so they're, like, playing tag in the city, and they basically destroy the city. And everyone's like, you suck. Like, fuck off, girls. You do nothing. And they go live on the moon for a while before they come back and save the day. Hmm. It's pretty good. We'll have to watch it. Sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. That was my movie minute for the week. <laughs> watch they the they play tag in the city. A bunch of monkeys show up. They go to the moon. Bada bing, bada boom. They save the day and the heroes. Boom. Movie over. In a minute. That's a record for yeah, us. Yeah, that's a record for us. We fucking nailed it. Indeed. Yeah. Should we get specific? Yeah, go ahead. What uh, would you like to specifically know, talk about? I'll talk about my thing. Okay. I know you have a thing you want to talk about with the princess episode. No, it's fine. I want you to talk about it. Go ahead and talk about your thing. Why are you making weird faces at me? Just a burp. Oh, excellent. Um, so yeah, there's a really cool episode um, where a princess falls in a well and ends up in the Powerpuff Girl universe. They save the princess um, from falling to her a death. Lot. Yeah, they save her a lot. But initially, from falling to her death. And then a dragon shows up and they save her again. She's like, uh, why are you guys saving me like a princess is supposed to save me? Like, I'm a princess. I'm in distress. The prince is supposed to save me. And they're like, um, well, we were here and you're welcome. She's like, nope, that's not how it works. Like, when I'm in distress, a prince will show up and save me. Like, that's just yeah, how. Yeah, and the quote that I like a lot is that she says, like, that's when my life's going to begin. Yeah. When this prince shows up. Like, a, I think, a, and she's got, like, the super long hair, too. But definitely, I think, a reference to Tangled. Tangled. Because she has a whole song about when's my life going to begin. When it's like, you have so many motherfucking hobbies. Like, yeah. I get it. Like, you want to leave a tower, which is cool. Like, then make your song about when am I going to leave this tower? Because you clearly have shit going for you. Yeah, you have a life. Yeah, definitely. So, anyway, yeah, back to Powerpuff Girls. She wondering and wondering and wondering and wondering when will my life begin? Oh, my God. Crushed it. God damn. 
Much yeah. like these old fashions. Um, so yeah, so she keeps doing like dangerous, she, dangerous yeah, she shit. She tries to jump into a volcano. To she tries to jump off of things. She tries to antagonize dragons. Yeah. Um, and then she is like standing on top of a building. And so earlier, the Powerpuff Girls had defeated the dragon. And so while she's standing on top of this building, like, oh, like, I'm going to jump. I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to kill myself. And I hope, or I'm in danger. Not I'm going to kill myself. I'm in danger. The dragon flies at her. She's like, yes, this is it. This is <laughs> what's happening. It flies right by her, grabs the Powerpuff Girls, takes them back to his lair. And they, she, the princess is just fucking pissed. Just like, no, oh. this is not how this works. You capture me. The prince saves me. We live happily ever after. My life starts. Fuck this. Fuck the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> Fuck the dragon. <laughs> Let's do this. And has this like, weird like montage song where she, yeah, like, she rips off really her dress, cool throws her crown away. Like, but takes how out totally her- worth like damsel in distress she should be. Like, yeah. hey, I'm fucking dainty as a motherfucker. Uh, I'm wearing the dress. Mother- yeah, motherfucker should be rescuing me. Yeah. Are you kidding me right now? Like, I gotta get rescued by three little girls? Nah. Nah. And nah. so. <laughs> yeah, so she goes, like, storms the cave. She storms the cave and beats the shit out of this dragon, frees the Powerpuff Girls. Prince shows up, like, I'm here. Like, you're in trouble. I'm here. Like, let's do this. Commence the rescuing. She's like, no, where have you been? It's a cool little flashback because he's like, Playing this game, all of a sudden you hear like a little noise from the game. And he goes, "Uh huh, I saved the princess." <laughs> yeah, that's the flash. That's where he's been playing yeah. video games. Too, too real. Yeah, too real. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Don't worry about what it. What does that mean? No, it's what just trying to say. Whatever. You're trying to say. I'm not worried about it. So then, uh, so she saves herself, and the Powerpuff Girls are like, "Yes!" Like we told you, you could do it. Cause the whole episode, they're like, "You don't need to be a princess. Like you don't need this fancy dress. You don't need the crown." And so she's pissed off at the prince because he's late. Like you're supposed to come. Like the do first your time. one fucking job. Do your one job. She's been doing her job. She's yeah. been being a princess. She's been working really hard, climbing shit to jump off of, so that he can do his job and feel validated as a man. Yeah, and then. So the Powerpuff Girl's like, yeah, you tell him. And you listen to us, and you became, like, the super badass. You're like, no, fuck you, too. Like, <laughs> I wanted to be the damsel. I wanted to be the princess. And with the fancy dress and the crown, that's what I wanted to be. Like, that's not a bad thing. And so she's like, now this is who I am, but that's what I wanted to be. And you ruined it. Like, I'm mad at you guys, too. But now I don't need any of y'all. Peace! And then walks out and they're all kind of like, whoa. It was just a super cool. Given a show with three female protagonists, I wish they had more like mes- like messages like this. Yeah. But this was really cool and really and, well done. And very clear. Like when the episode started, <laughs> I was definitely. your face. <laughs> when the episode started, I was like, and I'm watching the Powerpuff Girls be like, Courtney's Come on. Feminist Minute. Yeah, it's going to be a feminist episode, I think. <laughs> um, but the girls are like, Come on now. Like, you don't want to be a damsel in distress. You want to kick ass and do this and do that and do what we do. And I was like, come on. Like, that's that's what I was afraid of, like, with the theme, that it's so about violence. And it's like, no, you it, like, Star versus the Force of Evil. You can still be feminine and that make that a good quality. Like, I'm tired of mm-hmm. girly being used as an insult. 
you know, versus like, you can do these things too. It's not equality anymore. And, um, that when, when I, this episode started, I was like, oh man, here we fucking go. And I was just hastily taking notes for this (laughs) feminist minute. And then at the end where it's like, Hey, no, fuck you guys. Like I'm going to be like, what does she want to do? Like interior design or fashion, or she's going to make her own dresses or some shit. Like she was like, no, fuck this. I am, I'm who I am. I'm doing the things that I want. And that's what this shit's all about. You know, doing what you want. And, you know, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of that, like, being, like, the f- feminist movement is to be more masculine. Because yeah. I feel like that really is the anti-feminist well, movement. It's, like, if you're denying everything that's feminine and saying that's bad, you're probably not thinking that it's equal. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it becomes from, like, the misinterpretation of a woman can do anything a man can do. Like, that doesn't mean that you have to become a man. That doesn't mean that you have to be more manly. It's just that, like, if you are applying for a position or if you are going out in the world and doing something, it should never be, well, don't do that, you're a woman. Yeah, or you should get paid that same. (laughs) If you're doing the same work, you should get paid the same. That's. I mean, 70 cents is still pretty good, but... (laughs) Kidding. Uh. (laughs) I have three daughters and a beautiful wife. I don't don't mean that. all for feminism yeah and so that was like to me the most impactful episode the most meaningful every other one was fun and they had like their lessons right like the little middle school lessons like hey don't make fun of that person be nice to this person hey don't go do things that your parents tell you not to do yeah things yeah and they have oh my god so this is like episode two or three i we're trying to actively get away from like episode synopsis because we want to look more into like what these shows are and what they're about and who they're for. And so we're trying to get away from it, but there's, we're going to talk about like two to three more episodes. This one was literally like a scene for scene recreation of the Hangover movie. Oh, yeah. It was super weird. They got drunk on candy. They lost bubbles. So they retraced their steps to find bubbles. Yeah. And like, the thing, yeah, well, and then there's a bull. There's the a bull, bull in their kitchen. Making, making kind breakfast. of like a tiger in their Yeah, like room. literally pretty close a scene-for-scene recreation Yeah, of the hangover. Yep, so they went and they found bubbles. Ugh. Found her on the roof. So. <laughs> she had thrown a mattress down. Yeah. Tried to get, trying to get their attention. <laughs> oh, she was asleep on the couch. <laughs> they, thought that that was, that, they thought that was too on point <laughs> to put her on the roof. Uh, so there's that. And then the last thing I want to talk about, because I just recently gone on the internet after we finished watching this, the season, because um, when the show first came out, there was this controversy about a writer writing himself into the show as Blossom's, Blossom's love, love interest. interest, and then having the character in the show animated in his likeness, which is true. The animation is in the animation is in the likeness of this of the writer, and then he also voice acted it. And, so, and it's the creepiest motherfucking voice I've ever heard. Super creepy. Ugh. And so, without knowing anything, like the, it's still creepy. It's still super creepy. It's <laughs> like the voice is creepy. The episodes are useless. Like. Having Blossom develop a love interest is just odd, especially how they do it. Did it so in your face, like he's super into her. She has like 
weird like daydreams of him like ripped in a, in the mountains and odd 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 stuff yeah not really in character for blossom who is also seen like trying to be like class president yeah and like like always has been the leader of the group always really level-headed i'm not saying that like a level-headed lady can't have a love interest yeah but it's just like for these what three episodes there's i think three episodes in the season yeah it's just it's very random and Mm. out of nowhere and then like it's not mentioned again like she never even goes like oh yeah like i have this guy i have a crush on you know and so what it feels like too is that this guy is a writer and wrote these specific episodes that he appears in as the love interest for blossom and then third to last episode he appears again and actually is like hey i like you do you like me and blossom spends like a month creating perpetual winter in spring so she doesn't have to go to school and doesn't have to see him and doesn't have to answer his note that said do you like me check yes or no check yes or no Eric's music minute. Eric's music minute. Oh fuck yeah! Please, please can I? <laughs> can we reduce it to only a minute? <laughs> Courtney, can I please put in my minutes? Yeah, sorry, we're doing Eric's music minute for show. Anyway, awesome. So it felt like after the first two episodes that it was just creepy as balls. Even the third episode is creepy as balls because it's the I bought you flowers. I here's a note. Nah. I wish that he sounded. Only that like creepy. Jason Thunderburger. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to him. Oh God, just wait, just wait until you the big reveal of who Jason Thunderburger is. If you don't know who Jason Thunderburger is, but so yeah, uh, so I feel like the third episode, the third to last episode, and the third episode where this weird dude appears is like the writers figuring out what this creepy writer was supposed to, was doing and retconning it and saying like, oh, do you like me? Blossom's like, oh, we're too young for a relationship. He's like, oh, yeah, same. You want a snow cone? And they become, like, friends. And so I hope that's, like... The, the end ki- of this? The kibosh of... Oh, that someone fucking... said, no, you can't be Blossom's boyfriend. You're a grown man yeah. in real life. Especially because then, like, writers started coming out and Cartoon Network started coming out like, oh, no, that's not what happened. Like, we just thought it was funny. It was a big old goof. We're just goofing with him. And then he went <laughs> along with it. And he wrote creepy episodes. And But just one big... Big gag, guys. Ugh, it's fucking awful. It's so bad. It's so it's just hard to watch. And we spent three episodes talking about how much I want Star and Marco to end up together. So it's not <laughs> so like we're, in- <laughs> we're into underage relationships. <laughs> we're just advocates. No, but it's just so I'm not like against love interests in these shows. Like, and especially with the nine to thirteen like demographic the your target audience i think it's important to show healthy relationship and healthy. yeah and i thought it was a good episode that it did end with hey you know what i do like you not ready for a relationship not ready for that is that okay yeah because i thought that was very that was very real right like you're turning someone down essentially and going like is that all right yeah you know super real (laughs) yeah it's okay that my own feelings and when i first started like kissing like in i'm not gonna give an age there because <laughs> i feel like a lot of people are gonna go like that young and even more people are gonna be like you were that old you, were, you waited that long to start kissing i it's <laughs> awkward i i used you to did like, this to yourself i know i used to like ask like well we're kissing now right <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna kiss now here comes my face used to I, <laughs> 
okay. Courtney, can I kiss you, please? My wife. Here comes my face. It was really weird at our wedding. <laughs> like, you may kiss the bride. Can I? <laughs> can I please? It was a previously arranged agreement. I signed a form. <laughs> so, yeah. And it, so, yeah. That's essentially it. Like, that's essentially Powerpuff Girls. And it was better than I anticipated. Like I said, I didn't, hadn't heard anything bad about it, but I hadn't heard anything good about it. So it was, we went in blind, which I think helped. Uh, we knew these couple, like I said, the internet thing with this weird, super weird, creepy, weird, weird dude. And then um, that the voice actor fiasco was all we knew. And it was better than I thought. It was... Yeah, again, I, I really, obviously, like, both of us, it sounds like, super liked the original. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where it was difficult because it's like, man, it's not the original. It's not the original. I'm not... 10 yeah you know? i don't think mojo is a bad guy in any episode like, no they just... he definitely definitely went with like him being kind of a wuss and just oh, the amped one it up. weird robot girl episode he was the bad guy thing sort of the one where oh god that's a horrible episode no bubbles <laughs> best friend unicorn man yeah yeah so yeah i mean like he was there and it's cool. It's a throwback. But, like, they have their own, like, new villains and stuff that mm-hmm. are creepy. And I wanted that uh, red guy to show up. But Him. they apparently did a vote and said, like, that was too terrifying. Everyone peed their pants forever. So yeah. we can't even show him on the screen. And I think that's where that Allegro guy came from because Definitely. he's pretty creepy. Yeah. And they're just like, well, let's make him a cute bear instead of uh, Satan. Yeah, instead of literally <laughs> just effeminate Satan. Yeah. So... But yeah, I like that they kept Mojo because I think Mojo's fun. And he's like... He's literally like, their brother, too. Like, he was created in the same experiment that made the girl, so... You think I don't know that? <laughs> I'm just trying to sound super smart. And uh, <laughs> he was the, actually the professor's lab monkey. So... He created the girls because he pushed the professor into the chemical X. Mm-hmm. And then... Push. Yeah. Pop of girls. So, thank you, Mojo. Yeah. The day is saved, thanks to Mojo. Yeah, that was actually the ending of that episode. Robot? Yeah. So, in its own right, it's definitely still a good show. I I would totally, like, encourage the kids to watch it. Yeah. Especially, like you said, like... Get on- them away from Teen Titans Go, man. Oh, Jesus, yeah. I hate that show. Well, and they have, like, the little clips of, like, the humor like Teen Titans Go does without yeah. being so tremendously obnoxious. Because, mm-hmm. well, Teen Titans Go does full episodes of garbage. <laughs> These just have little clips. <laughs> they have little clips. And then what's cool is that, like I said, there isn't as much like action action. When it is, it's actually pretty cool. Like one scene where Blossom like takes down, or Buttercup takes down every single like stalactite on the ceiling of a cave with one eye blast. And it's like well animated and looks really cool. Mm-hmm. But they don't like hang their hat on it. That's not their crutch. They had to actually write a decent, create cool decent storyboards. Thing, yeah, now that you mentioned it, the cool thing is that the girls are just extremely powerful. And I think, I don't know, looking at that, it's like, well, they're gods. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They're so going to live forever. Focusing on... Everyone they love is going to die around them. We went over that. <laughs> so focusing on how they get through daily life actually makes it more interesting, I think, and definitely more relatable. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely could have used a show like that at that age, like... Oh man, this is how you handle school stuff, and this is how you handle relationships, yeah. and this is how you handle feminism. Yeah, instead, instead of- we had Ned's Declassified Survival Guide Storybook Nickelodeon. Oh, honey, I was I was too Shh. old for that when that came out. 
Were you kissing then? <laughs> Thanks to that show I was kissing. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Powerpuff Girls is pretty good. Another one um, that's on Hulu, so that was uh, easy for us to obtain and watch. And uh, I was really weird because it's 30-some episodes long with each like 11 minutes without commercials. So it's an easy watch. It's in, a lot of fun to watch with the kids, mm-hmm. especially our, our older two are like that, that age that I think it's really, really good for. Um, yeah. Any last thoughts? Uh, stay tuned for next week is... September. Yes, we're starting at Sweet September. Sweet September. We're going to be taking a look at shows that Rebecca Sugar has had a hand in: Adventure Time and Steven Universe. And And that's going to be our September. Yep, it's going to be our September. And the reason we want to do it like this because a there's a shit ton of seasons of uh, both those shows. There's not a shit ton of Steven Universe seasons, but there's a lot of episodes. Mm-hmm. There's a shit ton of Adventure Time mm-hmm. uh, episodes. So we're going to take two weeks on each show, uh, get caught up, because those are two shows that we really, really like. And so we hope that by the time the next seasons come out, we might even be able to go like episode by episode, especially like, I want to do that with um, Adventure Time, because it's uh, officially the last season. Mm-hmm. They That's already been stated. And then just Steven Universe is just getting so good that it'd be really cool to be able to do episode breakdowns instead of season breakdowns for that so that's why we're going to do it this way and uh looking forward to it yeah definitely say stay tuned for sweet september sweet september all right bye love you bye love you oh uh yeah bye love you Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Booze and Cartoons. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. If you did, go check out this episode and other episodes at PullmanPodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter at PullmanPodcasts. Yep. And uh, while you're over at PullmanPodcast.com, you can check out another podcast that I do with a couple of my buddies, Mitch and Nick, called We Meant to Do That. It's the guys going and doing cool things around the neighborhood and then coming back to podcast about it. It sure is. It's a lot of fun. So please check that out. And also, uh, if you like or even if you didn't like and are just curious about the introduction theme, it was made by a very talented man named Chris McCray. You can find him at Bandcamp at Chris McCray Vox or at his website, McCraycompositions.com.